I'm Ruth Kramer with Mission Network News. Pressures rising in Northeast India. We'll take a closer look as the world turns a blind eye to Manipur's violence. Then later, Indonesian Christian college students are encountering opposition. We'll explain what's going on and how you can be praying. First, the situation in Manipur, India is reportedly under control. But with internet blackouts and curfews, it's really hard to be certain. Ongoing ethnic violence has killed 70 people so far and forced 35,000 to flee for their lives. Local church partners tell Bibles for the World's John Podaiti. Approximately 1,900 houses have been attacked and destroyed and over 200 dead bodies collected by the police have not been identified, and there are many, many still missing. Manipur's Hindu-majority people group and Christian tribal minorities have lived in tension for years, and those tensions boiled over earlier this month when the majority group wanted government benefits at the expense of tribal minorities. We've received reports of over 120 churches that have been attacked, destroyed, burnt, or looted. It was unexpected and still unfathomable, the expression of violence against the churches. Mob attacks may be contained for now, but divisions and tensions remain. We are still hearing reports of violence here and there throughout the state. Bibles for the World supports partner churches as they share Christ's love with people in need. Find your place in the story at missionnews.org. We are seeing the body of Christ locally coming together in support of the people. Three of our church properties now are being utilized as refugee camps. Our seminary, which happens to be on summer break right now, has a dormitory that we are turning over to the relief work. Meanwhile, Sudan's capital, Khartoum, is an all-out urban battlefield. Sudan's military chief has now directed Sudanese banks to freeze all accounts connected to the paramilitary group Rapid Support Forces. It's been roughly a month since RSF went head-to-head with Sudan's military in the ultimate power struggle. Greg Kelly with World Mission tells us. There's essentially two warring generals who are power-hungry, and they're being asked to negotiate. What happens in every situation is that the people suffer. At least 600 people, including civilians, have been killed so far in and around Khartoum. Thousands of displaced Sudanese are fleeing to other parts of the country and even across national borders. It's not just the areas that are affected around Khartoum right now. There's suffering that's going on in the Nuba Mountains and in Darfur. We have active work going on that are getting food supplies in their medical assistance, blankets, and of course our solar-powered audio Bibles. World Mission's work distributing audio Bibles and humanitarian aid in Sudan is all going through local believers who are passionate about getting the gospel to their people. Join us in praying for them. Pray that God just grips the heart of these leaders so that they would come to reason and come to a place so that their people don't suffer. And we need to pray for those negotiations and a step back for religious freedom in Indonesia. Four Muslim students at Toko Umar University were expelled for posting Happy Good Friday on a student organization's social media account. Bruce Allen with FMI. In the post, the students included a special design with a cross and a picture of the university campus. And their congratulations were simply intended to be a form of recognition and support for minority Christians' celebration of their holy days. The university chancellor announced the four students had committed apostasy. These four students were forced to apologize to the university, and they had to become re-Islamized, which means they had to reaffirm the Shahada, that uh, primary pillar of Islam, which is their creed that says there's no God but Allah and Muhammad is his prophet. FMI partners in Indonesia say, Most Indonesians who are aware of the incident are embarrassed by the chancellor's actions, not the four students' post. Mata says as part of Indonesia, the chancellor should appreciate these students. 
the four students have shown respect to other religions and have been a good example of Indonesia's motto, unity in diversity. Pray for open hearts in Indonesia to hear the gospel. Thanks for listening to Mission Network News, a daily news service of One Way Ministries. This month, Slava Gospel Association is making available the free book, Much Prayer, Much Power, by Peter Dynica Sr., founder of the ministry. It's a testimony to the powerful reality of prayer, which we hope will encourage your prayer life. Get your copy when you click on the banner ad at missionnews.org. I'm Ruth Kramer.